This episode is brought to you by Kelly Corrigan Wonders. Have you ever wondered if knowing more is always good or if we can really trust our gut or maybe wondered how change actually happens? Well, when I have kind of big questions like these, I turn to Kelly Corrigan Wonders for answers. If you haven't heard of Kelly Corrigan before, she has written four New York Times bestselling books, and she was actually on this show last year to interview me, and it was one of my favorite episodes that we produced. Her weekly podcast, Kelly Corrigan Wonders, goes deep into conversations with people like Gretchen Rubin, Rain Wilson, Jen Hatmaker, and Kate Bowler about the number one driver of human happiness, meaningful connection to others, and how to get it. Kelly has a gift for sparking conversations that matter, ask great questions, and her show is such an enjoyable one to listen to. I'm so glad we have her in the podcasting world. Subscribe to Kelly Corrigan Wonders wherever you're listening now. Hi there, you're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today's episode 198 how to lazy genius your to-do list. We've all got them, so let's lazy genius them. Also, um, weird beginning, but what did people do before now? Like a long time ago with to-do lists. Like on the Oregon Trail, how did they remember stuff? Did they try to remember stuff? How did they How did they celebrate when they fixed a wagon wheel? Like, we all know that half the fun is marking the thing off. Did they mark off fixed wagon wheels? I don't know what I'm saying. I just find it curious how understandably dependent we are on the to-do list when I don't know that the concept of a to-do list has existed for that long. Like people have always have have had stuff to do, but let's think about it. Our culture and lives have evolved to such a point where if we don't write down what we have to do, we will in fact forget. It's not as simple as grow food to eat, make clothes to wear, wash things that get dirty, and then do it again. We have so much to keep track of and to do. So today we're going to talk practically about how one can manage one's to-do list. But I have a couple of bigger picture thoughts too as we get started beyond the Oregon Trail apparently. First, what is the point? What is the actual point of a to-do list? I'm guessing it's so you'll actually get stuff done, right? The assumption is that if it's worth writing down, it's important enough to do. That feels basic, but it's also very telling. How many times have you written something down on a to-do list that you never did? You kept putting it off, you thought it was something you should do, but here you are months later and it's still there. The main thing to remember here with your to-do list is simply a directive on what matters. It is telling you what you need to do to support what matters. It does help you to not forget things, of course. And it is very fun to cross off the thing that you've done to feel productive and feel like you accomplished something. But if we don't remember the main point here is to do what matters. I mean, if it says to do, that means the doing is worth doing. So if you go into this topic forgetting that very important piece, the importance of the doing, I think that you'll just stay kind of frustrated with your to-do list situation. Because the problem isn't the system. The problem is not your list keeping system. The problem might be that you're writing down stuff that doesn't actually need 
doing. It doesn't matter enough. It's just making you feel bad for all that you're leaving behind. It leaves you questioning your ability to be a responsible adult who can handle a to-do list. But those four letters, T-O-D-O, mean that you are choosing to make whatever you write down matter. If it doesn't matter, you're not going to do it. You will keep putting it off. So make sure you're writing down what actually matters, what you actually want and need to do. If you keep putting it off, there is a reason. There is a reason. So dig deeper into the reason, not into finding a new way to make your list. So that's the that's the first big thought. The second one is a new one for me, actually, and it, it comes from my own experience. I have realized recently how I have come to depend less and less on my to-do list. Well, actually, hold on. That's not exactly right. It's more that my list is much shorter than it used to be. And sometimes I don't make one at all. And as I've thought, as I thought about that in recent weeks, trying to figure out why, I realized that I am delegating way more than I used to. And the things that remain on my list are things that deeply matter. So I don't need the reminder as much. The listing out is less about remembering important things Because over time, I've let go a lot more of uh, things that don't matter so much and then let things into the hands of other smarter people than me. And so everything that's left to do matters. And if it matters, I'm less likely to forget it. So making my to-do list now, it's more about when things should happen, not what is happening. It's more about spacing out the tasks throughout the week so I'm not going crazy with too much to do at once. Um, So yeah, it's less about the what and more about the when. And I just want to encourage you to maybe start moving in that direction or to at least consider it if that's a helpful direction for you. And it might not be, and that's fine. Um, But if you are making a to-do list because you need to remember what to do, I think there's a decent chance you're doing too much. Moving into when you'll do it, it means that you're thinking more intentionally about doing what matters. Now, there are exceptions to this always. This perspective just might not matter on the whole, and you don't have to listen to me at all. Uh, Also, there are just seasons of life where we forget more than we used to. Having tiny babies around and not getting a lot of sleep comes to mind. I used to write down, brush your teeth. Because I would forget. I was so overwhelmed by being a mother to an infant that those basic things that did not need a reminder before very much needed one all of a sudden. There's also something to be said for seasons of life, again, like raising a baby, where you feel like you're not doing anything, right? There's very little that appears productive in your days. And so there is a lot of gratification and marking off, brush your teeth because you did something. And this actually feels like a really great place to transition into talking about productivity. We think that an active to-do list means we're doing a good job as a human. We are productive and optimized, efficient, and we even have proof of that by our words that are written down with lines through them. 
on that list. Now, there is nothing wrong with words with lines through them. We don't need to go all or nothing on to-do lists here. Just because you want to be free from the trappings of constant human optimization, it doesn't mean you can never make a list again. Just make a list your own way for your own purposes when you need it. And you have to remember that what is on your list and how much gets done or not done has nothing to do with your value as a person. That is where we get stuck. Productivity equals value, and it actually doesn't. It, it doesn't. So remember that when you're making your list. If you're writing down a ton of things, it could be because you think you need to accomplish more to count as a person. You're maybe writing down a lot of stuff that doesn't actually matter. And or it could be all these three together. You're trying to do too much on your own and you need to let people in. You need to ask for help and delegate and all the things. Okay, so that is where we begin with those with those big sweeping things. Those are the three likely culprits to feeling overwhelmed by your to-do list. Now let's talk about the practical stuff. Let's start with your list-making personality. I did an episode about this, like a whole episode, episode 173, and I shared three completely made up, but also kind of accurate list-making personalities. There's the tracker that writes down all the things, loves to cross it off, and depends on the list to move forward during the day. Then there is the unloader. An unloader is a person who reaches max brain capacity and is like, I need to write this stuff down before I can think again. If a tracker's list is like a road, an unloader's list is like a rest stop. Just pull over, refuel, get it all out, and then you can keep going. Then the final list making personality is the developer. This is someone who uses lists as a way to map out steps, kind of like a travel itinerary. They know where they're going and they've planned how to get there. But sometimes they need to look at the list for a check-in to see like, where are we supposed to stop next? What do we do next? So that episode is much more detailed than what I just did, obviously. It will be linked in the show notes if you want to listen. But it's important to know that not everyone makes lists the same way. And obviously, those list-making personalities, they're not exclusive to to-do lists. It's all kinds of lists. But when you're thinking about to-do lists specifically... I think knowing how your brain works and wants to work when it comes to your tasks is very important. So name your list-making personality. And then let's talk about when. When is the best time for you to make your to-do list? And when do you go back and check it? You might make your list at the start of the day and then check off everything you might have done at the end of the day. Uh, You could add and cross off throughout the day, right? You could go entire days without making a list at all as part of your regular rhythm. But think about what you need. Think about how you think about your tasks and what matters to you. And then name like, huh, okay, this is the best time for me to make my list. And this is the best time for me to go back and check in with it. We're all different. You just have to choose what makes the most sense to you. I personally make a to-do list for the week on Sunday nights or Monday mornings if I didn't get to it Sunday night. I go through my calendar. I I do my calendar digitally, like Google Cal or whatever. So I go through my calendar. I look back at the week before and anything that did not get done from my to-do list from the week before. 
I also ask myself, what do I need this week? What does my family need this week? I write that down. So it's a weekly master list of things, okay? Then I write certain tasks down on certain days if they're on a deadline. Otherwise, I just do like the next thing that makes the most sense. I'm not beholden to getting these five things done on Monday and these five things done on Tuesday. I really thrive with a structure that contains like freedom and fluidity. I like both. It's sort of like I give myself a container, like a task container, but how everything is packed in it can change from day to day. So I write my list at the start of the week, just one big old master list. Um, Obviously, I add to it, you know, when something comes up in the middle of the week or whatever. And then I check in with that day's list at the start of the day, if there's anything that's supposed to happen that specific day. Also, when I'm working at my desk, it is open next to me, my list is. Uh, I have a like loosely approximated bullet journal situation. So my lists are just in a blank journal. And that journal is always in my work bag or open next to me on my desk. It's always with my work stuff. That way I don't miss anything. I know what's coming next. I don't waste my very valuable limited work time. That rhythm just works for me. But you can name your own rhythm and you should. You you should not copy mine. Decide if you want to be digital or analog. Um, if it's better to have one master list for everything, you know, like work stuff, home stuff, personal stuff, or if it's more helpful to break it into categories, there's no wrong way there. You can use icons or colored pencils or check boxes or strike throughs. Like none of that really matters. Like that's not where we begin. We think that we think it is because we think those details are why we're not getting as much done when we've already covered that, right? You're not getting as much done because either your expectations for your productivity are too high, you're doing stuff that doesn't actually matter, or you're simply doing too much. It's not about the system. Only build your system when you know why you're doing what you're doing. And then a final word about your to-do list is to put fun things on there. Put fun things on your list. Lazy geniuses schedule rest. We pay attention to what brings joy, to what makes us feel like a person. Don't lose sight of those things amidst all the grown-up productive things on your list. Those things are beautifully offset and not nearly as gross to do when they're next to tasks and next steps that make you happy and give you purpose. It's very simple, but I think it's very effective. And that's that's it. That's how to lazy genius your to-do list. So I already mentioned the list making personality episode, 173. There is also um, the episode, The Lazy Genius Plans a Day. That could give you some good structure around how to take your list and translate it into how you live each day. Then there is an oldie but a goodie uh, deep in the archives about uh, the lazy genius and time management. I think if you have made it to the end of this episode and you're still curious, that episode will be majorly helpful for you. I talk about the pillars of time, which sounds like a fantasy novel, but that's fine. Uh, All of those episodes will be linked in the show notes if you would like some companion listens to this one. But thank you so much for being here. It means the world that you spend your time with me every week. And until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra, and I'll see you next week.